If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to the second episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. And as I am recording this episode, we are in the midst of a incredibly crazy and unprecedented time in the world. Most of the world is confined to their homes as a result of COVID-19, which as someone going through a breakup, I know this adds another layer of hardship of not being able to get out and be social and distract yourself. So when thinking about the topic for today's episode, what I landed on was the no contact rule. And this is a rule that I have always in terms of having a breakup blog have always been an advocate for just solely based on my own experiences of going through breakups without no contact and with no contact. And now at a time where our social interaction is really just limited to our phones and on top of that, the world feels very uncertain, I think it can become even more of a temptation to text or call your ex. So I also recognize that this isn't necessarily a particularly popular rule and a lot of people are not happy when that is what I prescribe. And I realize that it can make a breakup feel even worse in the beginning and it feels very abrupt and super sudden to all of a sudden completely lose contact with someone that you love and have probably talked to every day for a period of time. So I realize it's hard and I'm not trying to discount that at all. And the reason I'm such a big advocate for the no contact rule is not because I want to push you to grow or because I need you to send a strong message to your ex. Honestly, the only reason I am such a proponent of the no contact rule is because it works. It actually works. And up until about five years ago, I had never done a breakup where we didn't stay in touch. And 
when I finally went through that soul crushing, rip your heart out breakup that I had five years ago, I knew that I had to do something differently. So I ended up practicing the no contact rule to try it out. And it honestly, guys, it made all the difference in terms of my healing and my breakup recovery. So before I get into kind of the meat of this episode, I did want to put a disclaimer that I am very aware that there are a few situations where no contact is not possible. So if you have children with your ex, obviously you're going to need to talk to them and figure out logistics with your children. So I'm fully aware of that. But if you are in this situation, uh, don't turn the episode off yet. What I would recommend is listen to the episode and the pointers and the tips. And what I always recommend to people who are in that position is you are still able to pick what you're comfortable with in terms of contact. So whether that's you just stick to talking logistics with your ex to figure out kids and you keep the topics to things associated with your kids and don't get into the emotional stuff with your past relationship, you can absolutely do that. And you do have permission to set boundaries, even if there is something as strong as children keeping you guys in contact. And I will say there are very few instances where this is the case. I think a lot of people try to stretch and say that they need to keep in contact with their ex when in reality they don't. They just are too afraid to let go, which is understandable. But I'm going to get into the benefits of no contact and you know the reasons why contacting your ex will ultimately probably end up hurting you in the end. And the first reason is not contacting your ex is actually a huge act of self-love and in the end will end up increasing your self-esteem. And so the reason I say that is typically when a breakup happens, it's very often that one person will say, well, I hope we can still be friends. And I think this is a common thing because one, you don't want to completely lose someone, especially as our partner typically becomes our best friend and maybe it's the person who broke up with the other, they don't want it to hurt as badly. So they offer up a friendship as a way to ease the pain. So it's brought up and, you know, people try to do a friendship. But what I have always found is that at least one person in this formula is getting hurt. It's typically the person who got dumped, but it you know it can vary. So I think our ego sometimes will take over and say, you can handle this. We still want to be friends with them. And so our ego will be saying that. In the meantime, our heart is screaming because it's so painful to see our ex and to try to all of a sudden act like you guys never had a romantic connection or you never had a relationship and it just has to be reduced to this friendship. So by listening to your heart and setting your ego aside, that is a huge act of self-love and a big self-esteem booster because you're staying true to yourself. So that is one of the biggest benefits I have found in staying true to not contacting my ex in the past. So the second reason is when you contact your ex, you are actually giving them your power. And when we're going through a breakup, it's very 
often that we feel very powerless over the situation. So keeping a hold of our power is something that we really want to focus on. So when you send a text to your ex, you are all of a sudden at the mercy of their reply. And you can tell yourself that you don't have expectations of what they're going to say back, but we all know that's not true. And we have very specific expectations of what we would like to see from them. So when you send that text, you're all of a sudden giving your power to them and you are relying on the expectations of what they say back to either make you feel good or make you feel bad. And typically people do not act in accordance with our expectations and we will end up feeling bad. And I wanted to share a story from the breakup that happened five years ago that made me a believer in the no contact rule. So I got dumped about two weeks before my ex's birthday. And on the day of his birthday, I wanted to text him naturally. And we hadn't talked in those two weeks. And I had every intention of sending him a text the day before. And luckily, I reached out to people that I knew and friends and asked for advice. In reality, I was just searching for that one person to tell me it was a good idea. And I ended up talking to one of my guy friends and telling him, you know, my little plan. He strongly advised against it. And he ended up saying that if I sent him a text, I would be incredibly disappointed and that I shouldn't do it. I asked him why I would be so disappointed. And he asked me, he said, what would be the only thing that he would reply with that would actually make you happy? And after thinking about it, I thought the only thing that he could say that would make me feel happy is, I'm so sorry. I've made a terrible mistake. All I've been able to do is think about you for the last couple of weeks and I want to get back together. That was in reality, the only thing that would have made me happy. And then he asked realistically, what would he probably say back when you said happy birthday? And I realized he would probably either write thanks or he wouldn't reply. And how disappointing is that? I would have been completely crushed. So I didn't send that text and I didn't send any other texts and it made the breakup so much easier. And I remembered that whole thing about expectations anytime I was tempted to text him. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. So the next reason um, is staying in touch is going to make the breakup last way longer than it has to. Being friends with your ex in the beginning is going to help ease the pain. I think we all know that because we're not entirely losing the person. We're going to be sad that 
the relationship is gone, but we're not totally losing the person. So it's going to help in the beginning, but it's going to drag the breakup out so much longer. So I stayed friends with exes up to a year later and I was uncomfortable the entire year because every time I saw them, I would want to kiss them or say, I love you or, you know, just go back to the way it was. So I spent this year in this like quasi discomfort friend wanting to be more state. And then at the end of the year, I still had to go through the breakup anyway, because I never really let go of them. So if we compare that to, you know, ripping off a bandaid, which, you know, that's what happens when we practice no contact is it's going to be really painful in the beginning because we're losing a romantic relationship. We're losing our best friend. We're losing that connection, but it's going to be so much quicker in the long run. So just keep that in mind and maybe reflect back on past breakups that you've had where you stayed friends with them and see how that was dragged out. And the last reason is that by staying in touch with them, it will be really hard to actually heal yourself. Our ex will already be taking up quite a bit of mental capacity in our heads, but by seeing them and texting with them and calling them, they're gonna be like a billboard in your brain. You won't be able to stop thinking about them. All you'll be thinking about is, when are they gonna text me next? When are they gonna call me next? I wonder when they'll wanna get back together. It's just going to be so in the forefront that you're not going to be able to do the work to heal yourself from losing the relationship. You'll also end up getting some kind of muddied motives. So what I mean by that is take, for example, you got broken up with because your ex said you weren't driven enough. So you go sign up for classes, which is awesome, but they're going to be the first person you want to call because you want to say, see look at me, I'm changing, I can completely be in this relationship, and look at all the things I'm willing to do to make this work. Instead of signing up for classes because it's something that you want to do and something that you're doing to be loving towards yourself. So it's going to be really hard to separate those kinds of things, and it'll be really hard to have this space to heal when all you're doing is focusing on trying to maintain this friendship. So hopefully hearing all of those reasons and issues associated with not practicing the no contact rule, you are a little bit more open-minded and a little willing. And we don't have to do this perfectly. The last thing I want is for you to contact them and then go through this entire shame spiral. What I always say is if you end up contacting them, just notice your feelings. Just see how you feel, not just right afterward, but you know, maybe in the next coming days, but just pay attention to how you feel and use it as a learning experience. Don't use it as a bat to beat yourself up with. And I'm not just going to leave you high and dry. I am going to next share some tips on how to help with no contact. And the first one is don't think of this as a forever thing even though it might end up being, but you know, in the alcohol and drug recovery world, there's the one day at a time slogan. So just think just for today, I'm not going to contact my ex until I go to sleep tonight. I'm not going to contact them tomorrow. We'll figure it out. But I think if you try to think about it as I'm never going to talk to that person again, it's going to be way harder instead of just saying for right now, I'm not going to do it. 
The second tip is to write them letters or texts, but do not send them. So just because we are not talking to them doesn't mean we're not going to be thinking of things we wanted to say or expressing things. When I was going through my breakup, I had a couple friends that I would send texts to with the things that I wanted to send my ex. And I actually had one friend who would reply like role play as my ex and it always made me laugh. But you're more than welcome to express those things on a piece of paper or to someone else. And I think that helps take some of the power out of it and helps take away some of the temptation. And it's typically going to be things that you'll look back a couple days later and think, okay, I'm glad I didn't send that. So that's another tip that I have used a lot. The third tip is if you get a very strong urge to reach out to them, just promise me you're going to pause. I recommend pausing for 24 hours. And, you know, if you end up wanting to do it the next day, you know, go ahead. But just pause. And if you're having a hard time pausing, I recommend doing some kind of pattern interrupt. Sometimes all we need is a quick switch to get out of our heads. So that can look like going out for a walk, calling a friend and telling them your plan, you know, watching a funny YouTube video, going on Instagram for a little bit can even work. So just taking yourself out of your head for a little bit and pausing and that will take away that impulse. And my dad always says, if you absolutely think like you have to send someone a message right now, you probably don't because that's probably fueled by negative emotions or very impulsive. And those tend to not be our best decisions. So just remember to pause. And the last tip is it's going to be hard enough to not contact them. The best thing that you can do is remove some of the temptations around you that will inspire you to want to reach out. So that means don't have their photo as the background on your phone. And if you can, take off the photos of them on your phone. Take away the emoji next to their contact name and you know delete the text thread. Really, you just want to get rid of things that bring them to the front of mind because you're already going to be thinking about them enough. The last thing you need is your environment working against you. Take down photos of you guys around your house and don't look at their social media. There's no reason that you need to be following them. If you see me on Instagram, I always say to unfollow first and then block. I always recommend getting to blocking at some point, but at the least, do not follow them. So all of these things will make this process a little bit easier because you're taking away that temptation and that having them at front of mind. So you guys, I'm telling you, this was a game changer for me and my breakup. And at the end of the day, I hope you will consider and I hope that you'll have an inch of willingness to try this. Because here's the thing, you can always go back and contact them. So what do you have to lose by taking this time just for yourself? And my one last point is that if your ex does not respect your no contact, you can always use a boundary. So you can tell them what you need and say, I'm not comfortable talking right now. And if they continue to not respect that, you can block them. 
you have every right to do that. You have every right to use boundaries to protect your own heart. And at the end of the day, our heart is what needs mending right now. And we need to heal that. So the best thing is going to be to get rid of anything that will hurt that process. So take care of your heart. Practice no contact. In my online course, Heal Your Breakup, the course, I have a no contact contract. So if you want to dive even deeper into this topic and into my entire step-by-step process to get through your breakup recovery, you can go to breakupbestie.com and find my course. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.